before the stars were put in place, before the universe began, Jesus was the Son of God at the Father's right hand, delighting in his presence. Isn't that incredible? That's where Jesus starts this story. If you want to know about Jesus, you can't just start with his birthday or Christmas. You have to go far earlier than that. And then John describes this word of God, this son, as being with God from the beginning. And then verse 3, notice verse 3. Through him, through this word, through the son of God, through Jesus, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So through this word, this son of God, this son of the father, God made everything that exists. Everything that exists was made through Jesus. Um, I forgot to bring my props in this morning because I got distracted by being in the band. I was going to bring all these cool props in uh, to do some illustrations. So you're just going to have to bear with me and picture it in your mind. Imagine um, I brought this nice painting I have at home. (laughs) It's a painting of a scene of the Lake District, if you've ever been there. And if you come to my house, you'll see it one day. I was going to hold it like that. And um, it's a nice picture. And imagine when that picture was being painted. I don't know who the artist was. But imagine they just had the one brush, the one brush, and they used that brush to paint everything on that picture. Nothing on that picture was painted without that brush. The artist used that one brush and created an amazing landscape picture. Okay? Now, in a similar way, our Heavenly Father used his one and only son to paint and create and make all things. And what a beautiful job he's done of it. Everything was done through his son, Jesus. And if you go back to Genesis chapter 1, you can see it in action because you get to say verse 2 and 3 where it says, And God said... Let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the oceans appear. And God said, let the land rise. And God said, let the birds fly in the sky. And God said, and God said, and God said. John is saying that God said is not just a booming voice that comes from God the Father. Let there be light. It's a person. It's his brush It's his son whom he sends forth. The word of God, Jesus Christ, he sends to create all things. And God's word went out. That's why John calls him the word of God. But not only does Jesus, the word of God, make everything, he also makes sense of everything. The word that John uses here to describe Jesus, the word, it's a funny word to use, isn't it? In the beginning was the word. How do we get our heads around that? The word that John uses, the Greek word, is the word logos. Logos. 
Maybe you've heard of that Greek word before. You certainly use it all the time in everyday language without perhaps even knowing it. Any word that you use that has that ending ology, you're using the word logos. That's where it comes from. It means word or, or study or knowledge or speech. So, for example, if I said to you, I studied biology at school, I studied bio, life, I studied the word of life. I studied the logic, because that's where we get our word logic from, isn't it? Logos. Logic. Do you see that? So biology means the study of life. Or let's come up with another. Who's got another ology word for me? Should have written some down. Theology. (laughs) Thank you. Making sense of God. Studying God. Biology. Making sense of life. What other ones might we have? Sociology, the study of culture and society, how to make sense of human beings. Good luck with that one. At a funeral, you might say a eulogy. You meaning good, ology meaning word. You're saying a good word about someone. You're making sense of someone's life. So that word logos, think of it like logic. Jesus is the logic of the whole world. He's the only way to make sense of our lives. If something's not logical, it is illogical and it doesn't make sense, right? If something's illogical, you go, that's illogical, that doesn't make sense. So many of us find life illogical. Well, this doesn't make sense. I can't make sense of myself. I can't make sense of what's going on in my life. I can't make sense of what's going on in the world. I can't make sense. And we've got experts and people that will give us advice. And we've got people who study all sorts of subjects in this world to try and make sense of things. And yet we still find ourselves going, my life's just not making sense. It's not working out. I don't get who I am. I don't get what's going on. Who are we and where are we going? The Bible says, without the logos, without knowing the word of God who made all things but also makes sense of all things, your life will never make sense. It It will not work out it will become more and more illogical and lost. John wants us to know that. Jesus made everything, but he makes sense of everything. Without him, there is no light. Light makes sense of things, doesn't it? Shine the light on it. Let's see the truth. Find out what it is. Shine the light. But without the light, that is Christ. Darkness and confusion so Jesus made everything he makes sense of everything and he sustains everything he gives life to all things all the time every day let's see that verse 4 in him that's in the word in Christ was life And that life 
was the light of all mankind. In Jesus is life. Okay, where does life come from? Where does all this spirit and soul and animation and body and living beings, where does all that life come from? It comes from the source of all life, Jesus. Isn't that an incredible thought just for a moment? Because we might think, you know, my life, I don't know, I generated it myself or it came from my parents or it came from the sunshine and the plants. The Bible says, no, 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 going back beyond all that, all life emanates from the Father through his Son. And Jesus is life itself. If you drive along the streets around here at the moment, you might notice that there are many Christmas trees lying on lawns at the front uh, of people's houses because uh, it's time, if you haven't already, it's time to take down the decorations and uh, get rid of your Christmas trees. And uh, so you will see littered across the town and the, the, the rubbish collection people come and pick up your rubbish, uh, pick up your Christmas tree. Uh, why do I mention that? Well, our lives can sometimes be a little bit like a Christmas tree. That once upon a time, that tree was nicely plugged in, rooted and grounded in the soil. And it was flourishing and doing really well. And one day someone came along and cut it down, put it in their lorry and delivered it to your house. And you put it up and it looks great, doesn't it? You put the tinsel on it, decorations lights and you're like wow fabulous but you know that the time of that tree is limited don't you the moment it got cut down you know that it's time is short it might look good for a little while maybe what do you get out of it two weeks three weeks and then what starts to happen the needles fall and you have to keep sweeping them up and put a bit more water in the tray to keep it going as long as you can but after a while It's got to be on the front lawn ready for collection. Unless your life is rooted in the source of all life, Jesus Christ, your time is limited. We only have so much life stored up within us. If we cut ourselves off from Christ or aren't in relationship with the Logos, the word of God, the eternal life that comes from the Father, if we're not connected to him, we're like a Christmas tree that has been cut down. We might last for two weeks, 10 years, 20, 100 years. But we can't live forever. Unless, unless you come to Jesus Christ, the eternal life and light. That's why John's writing this. He's saying, I've met someone, Jesus of Nazareth, who I've come to realize is the source of all life. And the fact that John spent that time with Jesus and experienced that life, he now realizes that his life can never die. Even though we might, our bodies might one day die, our life cannot be destroyed. Because I know Jesus Christ. 
Isn't that staggering? And we're going to see that as John's gospel goes on. I love that moment when Jesus turns up. Um, spoiler alert. Jesus goes to a friend called Lazarus who's died. And everyone's crying. And Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. But he says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever comes to me cannot die. Do you believe this? Wonderful. So lastly then, we've got Jesus is the eternal son of God who made everything, who makes sense of everything, who sustains everything, who is now coming in to the world to save it and give it life. He's coming into the world to plug it back in, to root that tree again back into the source of life to plug it back in. Uh, somewhere I've got a phone with me. You know, imagine it's the same illustration, isn't it? If the phone isn't plugged in, it's going to run out. But when it gets plugged back in, it can last for as long as you want. Jesus has come into the world to reconnect it to the life of God. See, the Bible sees this. Let's just read that for a moment. Verse 9, the true light that gives light to everything was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Isn't that incredible? How far we've come that we didn't recognize him when he came. The one who made everything, we didn't recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God children of God so he's coming into the world to connect us back into our heavenly father into the family of God see the Bible sees us as disconnected we've disconnected ourselves from the life of God the Bible sees us as spiritually homeless and orphaned, spiritually homeless and orphaned. If you know the story of the Bible, we left God, we left Eden, we rejected that way of life and we went our own way. And as time went on, the human race, each and every one of us, decided to live a life away from God, trying to make our own home, trying to make our own way, but the Bible says, sadly, all that happened was as we became spiritually homeless and orphaned. I don't know, have you ever felt that way? You know, you might have your parents, you might have a family, you might have all these friends around you or a community, you might have a lot of that or none of that. No matter how much you have of that, there is still a sense within us that I just feel spiritually homeless and orphaned that I don't know who I really am many people express life like that uh, this is where I was going to bring my other illustration in which was just going to be imagine I'm holding a saucepan okay this is a bit silly isn't it a saucepan I was going to hold a saucepan in my hand and I was going to say imagine I put this saucepan out in the middle of Chalkwell Park on the grass 
Would it look out of place? It would, wouldn't it? Even the saucepan would feel, I feel a little bit uncomfortable. I'm out in a field, this doesn't feel right. Or imagine I, I took the saucepan out into the, on a boat, out onto the sea, and I dropped it into the ocean, and down it went, and it hit the bottom. Again, and a diver went down, and said, well, there's a saucepan down here. It's not where it should be. And the saucepan itself would probably feel, I'm not sure this is where I belong either. It's a bit dark, cold, wet. Um, I'm trying to build a life for myself. It doesn't quite feel right. Sorry, I'm, I'm overdoing this one. Uh, a saucepan, ah, put it in the kitchen, on the cooker, with a nice tin of beans in it, or maybe a sausage casserole, and it's like, ah, I'm home, this is what I'm for, this is where I belong, people are using me, this is happy, this is right, and the saucepan's happy, we're happy, you're happy. The house is happy. Okay? We belong with God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're anywhere else other than that, you're out of place. Life won't make sense. You won't be able to sustain your life. And you won't know where you're from or where you're going. And you'll be out of kilter with the universe and everything in it. I like, um, if you know anything about Hillsong Church, we sing some of their songs. It's a wonderful church doing great work all around the world. But their strap line for every church on their websites or on the doors of their church when you come in, their strap line is this, it's... Welcome home. Welcome home. Like the saucepan coming out from the park back into its proper home. Have you ever felt like that? I remember when I first stepped into a church, and I wasn't a church goer, not a believer, and I stepped into this incredible environment. I didn't know what on earth was going on. I didn't know the songs. I didn't know the people. I didn't know the Bible readings. I didn't know half of it. But something about it is, I've come home. I've come home. This is right. There is a spiritual presence here that makes sense of who I am. And I was saved. And I came to know all the glories and wonders of Christ. Well, not all of them. There's still a bit more to go, I'm sure. But certainly started on a wonderful journey. We belong with Jesus and God his Father. And that's why John uses that language of you become a child of God. Child born not of your parents or your parents' decisions or any other way, but born of God. Look at verse 13 or verse 12. Yet all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. You get adopted into his family. You come home. You come home. So I want to leave us with that final thought. You did not have to find your own way home. 
with Jesus. He came down to find us and to bring us home. He came down to reveal to us everything we've been missing. We're disconnected from God and he came down, Jesus, to say, this is who God our Father is like. Look at me. Wake up. Remember. Make sense of your life by knowing me. And so Jesus wonderfully, as we're going to go through the gospel, as we see him in action in every area of life, we're seeing the life of God the Father in and through his Son that reveals all the glories of our heavenly home so that we might have life in him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that you did not abandon us in our spiritual lostness and our homelessness. We've, many of us have felt that we're not where we belong and that we can't make sense of life. But thank you, Father, that you sent your son, Jesus, to reconnect us, to plug us back in, to gather us in, to give us new life in his name. Thank you that we can call ourselves now sons and daughters of the Heavenly Father because of what you have done in and through the Logos, the Word of God, who made all things, sustains all things, makes sense of all things, and give us a life that can never end. We praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to sing our final hymn.